All right, welcome to Patch Turned Up. We're here with our Facebook Live broadcast today, Help Desk with Joe. This is show 31, so hitting some new numbers. And this is episode 55 of our podcast and so forth. And we're going to get ready to go into our podcast show. Getting my buttons correct. This is David with Patch Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. We're listening to Help Desk with Joe. We have Joe in here with us as always. This is show number 31, episode 55 of our podcast series. Make sure you tune in for more podcasts, information, and music. And as we go to kick off our show, Joe, welcome. Thank you. Good to be back. We're back for another week. We sure are. And another interesting show. You got a lot of stuff going on. And right now, as we go, I'm looking over at our Facebook Live and it looks like the video is not showing. So I'm going to pause here while you do a quick introduction. I was going to say, I think uh, I have it pulled up on my phone here. Is it working? Uh, as far as I can tell, it is. It All says right. we're still live. So. Just on my end, though, because we're doing two things here. As we do the podcast, we also do local Facebook Live. So Yeah, yeah we're live. We're good. Okay. All right and uh as we go through so a little bit of technical difficulties this is what we get for not having a teenager run into producing side i'll say dave now this should be the one show we shouldn't have any technical issues with <laughs> yeah <I'm> pre- <laughs> the kids are better at it than i am for sure and uh you know the it guys on the wrong side of the studio here so uh let me switch back and give you an idea if you are watching facebook live you can see i'm back here doing the computer stuff the it guy is over there not doing the computer stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the problem we're having here today. Yeah, social distancing is kind of <laughs> ruining everything. Yeah, it makes it hard. But uh, okay, as we get going here with the show, so let's get back on track. As Cena would probably smack both of us in the back of the head and say, boys, you're already off track and you're in the first couple minutes here. That's not good. Yeah, I think there would have been, well, considering how show, last week's show, which I thought was great, by the way. But as as far as we went off path last week, I think Cena would uh, there would have been some bodily damage done. Yeah, yeah, some heads would roll. Yeah, that's why Cena is not invited here. Yeah, we can go off track all we want. There you go. All right. Well, as we get going now, uh, help desk with Joe helping out the average person um, that deals with technical issues and regular life stuff back at home that deals with technology and so forth, along with. Uh, more business oriented and then like you help out patch here with nonprofit stuff so doing a lot of good stuff here in the community in the state and the region uh, but let's get on topic so you have some updates for us as usual with the template three updates and the first one is going to be about Xbox yeah so uh, I just gave you a little teaser right before we went live that uh, on the McCutcheon kids Christmas list they may this may oh, be gosh. making the list thank you yeah you're yeah. welcome <laughs> hey, at least I'm giving you a heads up so you know, you can either keep the kids off Facebook until after the show airs or mm-hmm. or what. So, the new Xbox Series S. Microsoft released details uh, yesterday <clears throat> on the console. Microsoft is actually going to release two new consoles. The first one is going to be the Microsoft X Series S, and it's going to be a lower-priced all-digital console starting on November 10th. Oh, wow. Coming out just in time for Christmas. Yes, just right after. Is that after Black Friday? No, I don't even right before. Still have Black Friday stuff, but well, from what I'm gathered so far, Black Friday is going to look a little way different this year. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, so right in that Christmas niche, they're releasing new Xboxes. Yes, by golly. And uh, you know, if that ends up on our list, I'm sending the bill to you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, so this next generation console, uh, it's going to be. They're going to delay the releases. They're going to do the all digital version, which means you can buy the console, but there won't be any disc slot. Right, right. Just download all your games, and that'll be starting November tenth. And the price point on this one's going to be two hundred ninety nine dollars. You know, I don't know. I guess that's not bad. Yeah, I was shocked when I saw that price point, considering. You know, usually PlayStation, Xbox, those start at the four to five hundred dollar range, and it's usually like Nintendo tries tries to stay at or below the three hundred dollar range. So, right, hitting that price point right where Nintendo is, that really shocked me. Now, this is for the all digital edition. So, the all digital edition, uh, it's going to be about sixty percent smaller than the new Xbox Series X, 
because it does not have the Blu-ray drive and all that. And it's going to come with a 512 gig solid state drive. So you talk about speed. You're going to get plenty of speed. And it's going to be able to uh, do 4H, 4K UHD Blu-ray disc. Wow. Well, uh, 4H uh, video. Yep. 4K video, sorry. Wow. That's pretty impressive. So that's getting into a different market for them because usually they're, the price point's higher, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a ton about it, but that does seem, now that I think about that, seems pretty cheap. So, Well, now that, like I said, that's for the all digital. So they have not released any details yet on the Xbox Series X, which will actually have, now if you wait until they release that version, the, the, the Series X, right. it'll come with a one terabyte solid state drive with the ability to expand to an additional one terabyte. Wow. It'll ha and it'll have a 4K UHD Blu-ray disc drive and a wireless controller. But there's not been any release date or price details released on that point yet. Yeah. Well, and I think, I know from my experience, Kale downloads his anyway. I don't know the last time he's bought a disc game. Right. So, yeah, all digital is probably where it's going to stay at anyway. Well, I think... I think that's probably what they're testing because they started testing it with Xbox One. Right. Uh, several months ago, they released like the all new digital edition for one ninety nine, and apparently, people have been adopting it enough for them to go, "Hey, yeah. let's let, here's the new console. Here's the cheaper price. Yeah. Here's what you get. And here's the, yeah, and finding that market. Well, cool. All right. Well, that sounds really good. And then um, you have another. Google app update? Yes, the Google phone app. Google phone app. There we go. Yes. I'm trying to remember, but I couldn't see on my screen. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't write it on my paper like I normally do because my notes are over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going without notes today and just uh, winging it. Uh, that's scary. Yeah, I know. So the Google phone app. So Dave, you have an Android. Yes, I do. I have an Android. What phone app do you use on your phone? I wish I knew what you're talking about. Okay. So I'm going to assume... I have a feeling, because I know what apps are, yeah. and I know the apps that I use, but since you're saying a phone app, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. How, I'm, do I, how do I figure that out? I have my phone here, but what do you uh, Hold it up. There? Let me just look at the, the home, your home screen. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're using probably the Samsung phone app. I'm sure. Whatever came with it's what I use. Yeah. I'm old school. I don't change it. Okay, so the Google Phone app is now going to be able to tell you why business is calling you. Really? Yes. So do I already have the Google Phone app? No, no you I have, have the Samsung. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you don't have it yet. And because they're getting ready to expand the phone app to other devices other than Google Pixel devices. Really? Yes. And so when business, somebody calls, it'll be, say, like auto warranty. Yes. And I'll know that's a scam, or not a scam call, but a phishing call. Yeah. Well, uh, Google, over the summer, released an app on the on the Google Phone app, a feature inside the app where you could turn it on to where if a number calls you that is not in your contact list, right? Google steps in and goes, please state your name and the reason you're calling. Oh. And so I'll get like one little quick little light up on my phone, and then Google steps in and they'll either if it's a warranty call or telemarketer nine times out of ten it'll hang up if it's on those automated ones it'll keep rattling and then once it gets done google will actually let the call ring in and then it pops up a little text box saying uh transcribing what that person said so then you go oh yeah that is somebody or eh, that's just a warranty call or whatever yeah, yeah. Huh. but nine times out of ten if it's a telemarketer i'll watch it on my phone i'll watch it pop up yeah. and then you can see where google's talking to them and then all of a sudden you'll see doo -doo, <laughs> the, the call done, just done, hang yeah. up. Nice. So now this is actually going to take it a step further. Is Google is going has now figured out a way to verify that it's a business that's calling you, and and it, they're doing this in real time to prevent uh, phone number and call spoofing. Your screen will display the caller's name and logo of the, the business logo along with the verification symbol. Verified callers will tell you why they're getting in touch with you too. So if I call you, Dave, and I just want to call and say, hey, we got a sale coming up. Right, right. You know, I can say that, and then you can go, yeah, I want to talk to Joe, or no, I don't want to talk to him, and just leave it alone. So hold on. So you think it'll be live people as well that call will be screened? Yes. Huh. So basically you're getting a secretary. Yes. Or an administrative assistant here. 
through Google. Yeah, basically a call screener. Yeah, I mean that's kind of crazy. Yeah, and nice. how hard will that be though? Because like if you're calling me, like if you're calling me, you want to talk to me. You don't want to go through that rigmarole. Do you think that'll happen all the time, or is there? Well, if it's a bit, if it's a verified business, it will do that automatically. Okay, because so. that's what it does. It it looks at that phone number and does a search for that phone number to see if it's associated with a true business or not. Right, right. And then it'll pop and say, yeah, that's this is business. And then they'll step in in between and say. Uh, you know, why are yeah. you calling or whatever? Well, I mean, we're in a small town, so there's a lot of businesses. So, like, Hardman's might call me and say, hey, we're just verifying we're going to deliver some lumber in it, whatever. Right. So they would get screened as well yes. and have to go through it. But, I mean, I don't know. Well, I guess but, in the long but, run, it would save you. Right. But where where I find benefit is, yeah, in a situation like that where, okay, Hardman's calls my orders in or whatever, they'll do that and it's like, yeah, I'll answer and say, okay, yeah, when can I come pick it up? On yeah, the flip yeah. side of the coin, I get... So many calls from vendors. Right. And it's just those, hey, how's things going? Do you got any sales coming up or do you have any projects lined up? And I don't want, I mean, yeah, you don't want, I I love my vendors. Yeah. And and most of the reps I deal with are great people. But if I would sit there and talk to every one of them, that's all I'd get done. Yeah. So, so this is going to be nice for my end as if they try to call. Google steps in. What are you basically saying? What do you want? And then yeah, when they yeah. say, "Oh, we're just checking in, see if there's any orders," <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Sorry, Joe's unavailable. Well, yeah, I mean that's the world we're living in now. So that's an, a good app to have. It sounds like because that'll really save you from all those phishing calls. Yeah, my goodness, and I don't mean the tackle and reel type calls. Right, <laughs> phishing to try to hit you up to see if you answer to give you a sales pitch for twenty minutes. Right, so. So to add on where you're going to get benefit from this, Dave, uh, later this week, uh, Google is actually going to release the phone app to non-Pixel devices. So any, so those select devices running Android Pie and above, including LG and Samsung flagship phones, will be able to download the app for free from the Google Play Store. Nice. Do you think it'll stay free? Oh, well, yeah. It's just a phone. I mean, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay, well... I mean, that's broadening out their base of what they do. Okay. So I kind of figured it'd be one of those things that, hey, we're saving you time and trouble. So pay at least like 99 cents or whatever for the app. No, Google's figured, you know, Google is, they figured out a way to make money on the back end. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> there's some sort of ad coming your way. You're yeah. ready. <laughs> all so, right. So I'm anxious, Dave. Does that, inter- does that interest you with the abilities and all that? It does, just because when I do get those phishing calls, I block them. I block the number. Right. And that would save me a ton of trouble. Well, just because I hate it. How about whenever it releases to your phone, we'll give you a week to test it, and then you do a product review on that. Yeah, Yeah, sounds good, man. I'm in. All right. The less of those calls I have to field, the better I feel about it. Because it drives me nuts. Honestly, one of those things where you get a number, and it's not a number you know, but it's local. Right. And then, uh, you know, you just have to guess whether you should answer or not. And I hate being rude to people, but then again, I get so many spam calls. I'm just like, eh, if it's something important, they'll leave me a message. Right. Well, that's what I like about where Google steps in because this phone is not in my contact list. And then, yep. you, you know, you just pop it up and, and you can at least you already get it, a yeah. little precursor of what they're calling oh, yeah, for. If yeah. it's somebody legitimate or is this a spam call? Nice. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, I'm in. Product review coming your way as soon as this comes out. Perfect. Joe, my IT guy gets me hooked up. (laughs) Just download the app and you'll be ready. Nice. All right, well, uh, topic number three for the day, news update number three. Uh, You got some news about Intuit. Yes. So I'm going to be in a little nosy, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tax time, tax returns. How do you handle your tax returns? I do TurboTax, which is done by Inuit. So when you told me this, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Okay. Okay, so this might apply to you. It might. Have you, did you try or have you used the into a quote unquote free filing? Huh. That I don't know. Okay, because I saw it more last year. I don't know if they've done it for a couple years or not. But I do remember during during this year's or last year's tax season, they was really hitting the commercials heavy. Free tax filing, you know, there's... Yeah, I pay. Like, I know I have to put it on my credit card when I get completely done and I go to file. I have to pay a fee. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's to TurboTax. Okay. Well, they... They was doing a free filing. That was one of their big marketing deals was we offer free filing. Right. And I think it was skewed to certain group of people based on income or whatever. Right. Well, the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, kind of stepping in going, hold on, something's not smelling right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> you're giving away free tax services. Bad well, news. or claim that you're yeah, giving yeah, it claim. away. Yeah, there you go. So the Federal Trade Commission is actively investigating into it and the popular maker of TurboTax. According to a new report from ProPublica, the case was revealed in a public court filing in which Intuit sought to limit the scope of the investigation. So apparently Intuit knows that they're doing something sketchy and they're back saying... Trying to block it. Yeah, kind of do the smoke and mirrors. Hey, look over here, but don't yeah. look over here. <laughs> so the investigation centers around TurboTax's quote-unquote free file product offered free of charge to most Americans in exchange for the assurance that the IRS would not develop a competing product. But uh, ProPublica found in their investigations that Intuit had made the free file difficult to find. And one and in one case, they actually added code to the website to prevent it from being indexed by search engines. So if you tried to Google uh, Intuit free filing, it would be very difficult, almost impossible to find. That's crazy. Yes. That, so that definitely smells bad. Yeah. <laughs> you start pulling those kind of moves, you know, trying to hide your tax stuff that's bad news yes so as a result many users who were actually eligible for the free filing yeah ended up having to pay Ooh. huh yeah i would like to think that i could do mine for free but i'm i'm, I'm positive i paid yeah so whatever version i had well i mean you know anybody that's been listening to this show knows i don't have the technology background to find something that's hard to find anyway yeah <laughs> I, I struggle to find something that's moderately easy to find so yeah i'm probably not in that group but Interesting. All right. So, man, that gets sketchy when people are dealing with your tax stuff. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'm anxious. So, you know, it's all huh. still new and fresh and still all of it's right, right. under wraps. So I'm anxious to follow this story and see what all shakes out. Yeah. Because so my first initial reaction was you're going to say, oh, there's a tax breach and all your information's dumped out there because you got to put a lot of personal information in your tax stuff. Right. But, uh, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is just... This, you know, it, it that kind of information leaking is terrible. But this is just a slime ball move in my book. Yeah, that's what I mean. That that's hard to stomach because people are getting cheated like that, and then with the IRS getting involved. Yeah, and huh. it's one of those. I might get twelve dollars out of this deal. Yeah, you might. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, you know, if they're going to offer it, that's fine. You know, there's you. Yeah, it's the old bait and switch. Yeah. Of okay. Yeah, let's offer, but let's make it very difficult to yeah. find. You know, it's one yeah. is you don't have to shout from the mountaintop, but yeah. you don't have to take that extra step of basically burying it under a pile of everything and saying, <sighs> "Oh yeah, if you can dig all the way to the bottom, you can. If you find it, you can have it." Yeah, I mean that's basically a used car dealer scheme. Yeah, you know, ooh, come buy this car for two thousand dollars, no credit check required. And when you get there, it's like, yep, never mind. This is what you have to go with. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you won that $2,000? Well, we literally just sold that last yeah, $2,000 yeah, yeah. car. It left 10 minutes ago, and there wasn't a car on the lot. <laughs> it's hard to believe that TurboTax and Inuit would kind of resort to that. I agree with you. I mean, that, that seems like a slime ball move. Why? Why would they try to pull something like that? I don't know. Maybe business isn't as good as it seems, but... I don't know. I mean, TurboTax... It seems very popular. Yeah. I mean, that even more popular than, like, H&R Block. Now, in my book, I mean, as far as marketing goes and all that, I mean, you always hear TurboTax over yeah, yeah. anybody else. Maybe that's why. I mean, so <laughs> if, if they're trying to do this with the assurance of the IRS not trying to compete with them, well, they kind of just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. I don't know what they'll gain out of that. Well, but keep us updated on that one. That'll be a good one to kind of trail through and see what happens. Yeah, I'm anxious to see how, how this unfolds. Hmm. I'm anxious to go see if I paid. <laughs> Actually, I know I did. <laughs> but well, I'm, not, I'm not that savvy. I I'm definitely I'm going to say, Dave, not, there's about a 99% chance you paid. 99.9. <laughs> yeah. So, huh. Okay. Well, man, that's three good news updates for the week. I really like uh, you know, the Google app for the phone. I'm anxious to see how that pans out. And I like that I'm involved in a product review, and it doesn't include me putting something in water that I own. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy when we dunk Cena stuff in water. I don't know about putting my own in there. but Right. So this will be a fairly harmless trial. All right. Cool deal. Well, you handed me a box, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, and uh, we got a little product review. So yes. this is interesting. I, I'm not up to speed enough to know how this deal works. But I'm sure you'll explain it to me. Okay. So, latest on this product review, Joe. Okay, so today we are reviewing the Tableau Dual Light Over-the-Air DVR. 
and as you can see it's not a very big box and there's not a lot going on with it on the back there as Dave's pointed to the camera you have a coax port a USB port which I left my thumb drive in on purpose and an Ethernet port plus your power port okay well, what's this little jewel do well, I, I, I kind of chuckled when I heard your first reaction. Is that a router? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like a router that we, you install for us in our uh, separate preschool rooms and yeah. so forth. So, no, it's not a router. Uh, it is actually a entire home uh, antenna broadcaster, okay. TV antenna broadcaster. You're going to have to go a little more in-depth because now you've lost me. Okay. A TV broadcaster. Yes, so, you know, so I... I know growing up in rural West Virginia, to basically call yourself a true West Virginian, at some point <laughs> in your life you had to have one of these. Uh, did you Have you ever used a TV antenna? Oh, yeah. Okay, I used so to have to go and change it, turn it. Okay. Pick up, get rid of the static. Yeah, with the old rotor boxer out there manually cranking oh, yeah. it. Yep. Okay. So, Wait this, a minute, you had a rotor box? I had to no, go out and just turn the antenna pole. Yeah, yeah we, didn't ha pole. we didn't have a rotor box. Now, Cena's mom and dad did. Ooh. Yeah. They were fancy. Yeah. Now, I... I actually had rabbit, rabbit ears in my room growing up. Cause, really? Yeah. Now, we had cable system, which has been out of business since 2006, seven. Connie Conico. Yeah. And they was, it was bad. Oh, yeah. And I always, I to this day, I still call it the community antenna because that was basically what it was. <laughs> the signal was so bad. I mean, it was it was one of those, if it would snow, they'd have yeah. to go change it. If it got hot, oh, they'd have to change it. So spring and fall was terrible. There was times I just plugged in rabbit ears to get better TV signal. Yeah. I lost most of my channels, but what I did get was a lot better quality. Right, right, right. <laughs> that almost sounds like our cable internet here. If it rains, our phone system goes wacky and everything else. Kind of yeah. crazy. But, yeah. In this day and age, how's that happen? Exactly. But anyway, all right. Back to the nostalgia day. So yes, I had the antenna that you'd go out and turn. Okay, so when you ran that antenna in your house, if you wanted to watch any of the TVs in the house off that antenna, what did you have to do? We only had one TV, so I'm not sure. Well, you had to string a cable to that TV. Okay, so just like a splitter and go. Yeah. So let's okay. say you had two TVs in the house. You had to. You were like fancy. You had two TVs. You said you had your own TV. Wait a minute. You had your own TV in your room. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, Joe. <laughs> Man, and we had and we had running we had, water and electricity and everything. Yeah, well, we had that, but we we had one console TV that like what, like was its own thing. It sat on the floor, kind of yeah. like a dresser drawer, but yeah. it was a TV. Oh, only mom and dad had one too. Yeah, and then we when that one broke, we put a TV on top of that TV. Yep. Now I'll tell you what we did. Uh, we had one of the consoles, and then yeah, console TV. Yeah, mom go. and dad saved up. Dad wanted a big screen TV, and when I say a big screen TV, at this. Nowadays, it was probably like a 36-inch TV, yeah, yeah, but it yeah. was literally like four foot tall and three foot wide, oh, about yeah, four yeah. foot deep. So they put uh, the, the the console TV in my sister's room, and we actually hooked our Nintendo up. Now, there's some nostalgia there, yeah, yeah. and we played it on it. And then the, when the speaker finally blew out on it, <laughs> we set another TV on top of, <laughs> on yeah. top of that. That's one. how it works, man. <laughs> Back in the day, in rural West Virginia, console TV became a TV stand. Yeah, and the funniest thing... Uh, Jeff Foxworthy was in Charleston, uh, and Channel 8 News was doing an interview with him. And they said, give us a good bit real quick. And he said, you might be a redneck if your working TV sits on top of your non-working TV. And we all literally just looked oh, at each other and was like, God. yep, we're yep, there. That, that was me growing <laughs> up, man. That was me. And that con that's I always sit there and I was like, man, I'd you know, love to get rid of this console TV that doesn't work, but it's holding up my other TV. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah, we finally moved that TV out of Mom and Dad's house several years ago. And good Golly, oh, I was like moving a, a boat. Yeah, it was like yeah. moving a boat anchor. Yeah, they weigh a ton, so there's no yeah. Yeah, yeah. for a, a Just keep you know twelve inch screen and it was <laughs> yeah. three hundred and fifty pounds <laughs> yeah. practically. Yeah. <laughs> it took a lot of stuff to run that little twelve inch screen back in the day. Yes. Now these little wall mount are not little, but you can get a sixty inch wall mount TV that weighs like five pounds. Yeah. It's crazy. But on the flip side of the coin, those things pretty much stood the test of time. Oh yeah. Ours was I don't even know how old it was, but it was it lasted forever. Yeah, the reason, only reason Mom and Dad got rid of the, the one quit working was the speaker blew out. Yeah. The picture still worked, but the speaker blew out. You know, it's interesting. We had, I, I don't know what you'd call them, regular tube TV, like the older ones, the box TVs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up until, I don't know, probably eight or nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And when it went bad, I went to Walmart, and I was at the kid was standing there. I was like, hey, where's your uh, you know box TVs? He looked at me, blink, blink. I was like, you know, like the box TV. Mine just went bad. I want to replace it because, hell, it lasted 20 years. Right. And he's like, uh, no, you got to get one of these, sir. I was like, no, no, really. I want one of the box ones. Yeah. 
And he's like, uh, this is all we got, so uh, you got to get one of these. I was like, man, and I'm pretty sure I called you because then I ran into problems. Yeah. It was like a plasma, <laughs> smart TV, or whatever, LCD. Right. And I was like, Joe, I'm staying in Walmart. I need a new TV, and I don't know what this stuff means. <laughs> right. And I remember we had a whole conversation about, you know, if I was doing cable, satellite, or if I needed a smart TV, and uh, this is a fiasco. Yeah, and, and what's funny is I I threaten to Cena all the time that I'm going to go in Best Buy one of these days and just act like I'm completely oblivious to anything <laughs> and go in there and say, I need a new forehead VCR and just watch their yeah, head just yeah, explode. Yeah, <laughs> Well, and that's what we talk. I remember when you were talking, like, you have a DVD player. I was like, man, I don't even have that. I don't even know what we're doing here. I just got to get a flat screen TV, I guess. So, upgraded. But it was light. We mounted it on the wall, and I could not believe it. Yes. Because I only caught one stud with the thing. <laughs> Due to the corner it was in, there wasn't a stud to where the mount would match. And I was like, I don't know. This thing only weighs 20 pounds. It'll be fine. So yeah. <laughs> Kel and I hooked it up, and we went. Flat screen TV. Perfect. Getting in the modern era. There you go. Eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. It or was, less. <laughs> it was funny. When I worked at the hospital uh, back in 2004 when I started, that was right when flat panels yeah. started hitting the marketplace. Yeah. And in the computer lab, they wanted a big flat screen monitor, and I'm talking probably 45, 50 inch. Oh, wow. Dave, no joke. I think the mom and dad's console TV was lighter. <laughs> yeah. Because no joke, it was every bit of that thick. Yeah. Coming from the wall. And, and it was mounted into a uh, concrete wall, and we had to have maintenance put it in. And I, I think it like took like four maintenance guys. To, wow! Because it was so heavy. Yeah, yeah. But they've they've done something now. They're super light. It's incredible. I mean, I just you know, kids, kids nowadays will never know the struggle of back thirty years ago. Yeah, they just ago, don't, even ten years ago. They'll they, never know the struggle of lugging around a big honking TV that's three foot square. Yeah. And then if you decide to turn the sweeper on, the the screen goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting stuff. So that's kind of crazy. All right. So anyway, we got way okay. off topic there, but uh, coming back to the Tableau box. Okay. So, so what's this doing? So okay. Okay. So I had an antenna, and you're right. You had to put a splitter, run another cable. Right. So you had to string cable all over the house wherever you wanted right. a TV, and you better hope that you had a strong enough signal from the antenna. Yeah. To where you wouldn't have to put any boosters or amplifiers in between to push the signal to all the TVs in your house. This box changes everything. Okay. Game changer. Wow. Yes. This, this is what sold me on it. Uh, you know, our office is behind our house. Yep. And Probably like 30 yards? Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. So I had an antenna on our roof of our house, and I didn't, and it was a struggle. It was an all-day Saturday ordeal for me <laughs> sitting up there trying to get it angled just right. Because Was this a, hey, honey, this will only take an hour, and then six hours later? Yeah, seen this going, are you going to get done today? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm about 15 minutes away from being done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then an hour later. <laughs> yeah. So, and our house sits higher than our office. So I was like, so I even just tried to attempt it on the office and it wasn't going, and the antenna wasn't going to work. And I was like, I'm not fooling with this. There's got to be an easier way. In comes Tableau. Yeah. So you run your cable from your antenna and instead of plugging it into your TV, you plug it into your Tableau device. Gotcha. So then Tableau takes that and broadcasts it and then you take your it has built-in Wi-Fi or Ethernet and so you hook it up to your network and it'll broadcast to throughout your entire home through your network nice now what's the little uh, fob the, you have in there? the little thumb drive yeah that is your DVR capability ooh yes really so it works off that and has DVR built in yeah well you just plug that in for the storage for your DVR right that's what I mean yeah so now oh. you have so now not only is it a TV tuner but it's a full-fledged DVR as well so you can pause live TV you can record shows just like a regular DVR really yes see and I like it because we had talked about I'm going to get off the um, satellite TV deal mm -hmm. and needed something to do but man I really like recording like you know we still record motocross races that happen on Saturday and Sunday that we don't we're not home to see or whatever. Right. And I uh, still like recording those type of things or special shows that we want to see. Right. So I'm kind of, I was kind of like, yeah, but I mean, you can stream a lot of that stuff anyway. Well, a lot of the streaming services offer DVR capability as well. That's what I mean. Cause yeah. I, like I got, um, last year, NBC gold to watch the races. Cause yeah. they 
we didn't broadcast all of them on TV, and I can just go on and watch them whenever. I can watch them live, or I can watch playback. So. Right. So I kind of, yeah. Nice. All right. So, sorry, got you off track again. So, so now with this capability, not only can I watch it on my smart TVs, yeah, but I can also watch it on my computer or my iPhone or my iPad or my Android phone or my Android tablet. And so it's all wireless, except for the wire coming in. The the coax and the electric wire and the electric cable and maybe the Ethernet if right, you want right. to look it up. Whichever way you're going to go that route. Yeah. Okay. And then it broadcasts out. How far does it go? Well, it, it runs off your Wi-Fi or your network, so wherever, however your network goes. Right. And I know you got the... Uh, Orbeez. Yes. There you go. Read my mind. Yep. <laughs> so you're able to take your TV anywhere your Orbeez will go, which yeah. is huge. Because I know you got like a, what do you call it, a net something? Or how however you set up your Orbeez? Oh, um, it's a mesh network. Mesh network. There yeah. you go. That yeah. allows you to spread those out quite a ways. Yeah. And so now, and plus it also has a capability that, of course, now... Dave, you know where I'm going with this. Should I call out our IS, local ISP by name? Yes. Okay. Frontier... Because of Frontier, I can't use this feature, but if you had good internet other than Frontier, you could actually uh, watch it while you're not at home. Well, if you're away from home, you could watch your local channels as well. Really? Yes. That's kind of crazy. Yes. Huh. Yeah, Frontier does their phone lines, too, and they're terrible. Yeah. When it rains. Our second line, for some reason, goes out and will ring us every half hour just to remind us that it's not working. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like there's a little gremlin in there. Hey, hey, it's time to mess with the guys yeah. and girls up the stairs. Yeah. Bing. We'll, we'll ring you this. once. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, ugh, stupid ring. Anyway. No, you've got the old call caller down there. One ringy dingy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so back to this deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, went, you went, went way back on that one, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So you plug this in, and it, act, and it runs off your... Wireless network. Wireless network to give you TV anywhere, including when you're not home. Yes. That is amazing. I'm baffled by how all that works. Somebody's doing some incredible technology work. Yes. But, hey, I don't question it. We'll just use it. Right. So here's what all it does. It has two over-the-air tuners in it, so right. you can actually record two shows at once, or one person can be watching live and one could be recording at the same time. It has the whole home and away capability, like we discussed. Uh, the DVR, here's where it gets really cool. You have satellite, right? Yes. And when, who do you have, Dish or Direct? Direct. So when Direct brings you a box. Right. Whatever storage is in it, that's it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. With this, you get as big as you want. You, all you have to do is plug in whatever size drive you have or you want. So how big, what size drive do you have plugged in? 128 gig. Hmm. Huh. So if you want a two terabyte storage... It's a lot of recordings, but yeah. you just plug it in and go. Yeah, I don't know how much my DVR holds, but I know we constantly got to delete stuff to make more room. Right. Because the kids record their favorite shows, and then I record sporting stuff. And Right. Interesting. Wow. So you could save up to two terabytes. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming if it's saved on there, you can plug it into something else and watch it, right? That part I have not tested. I've not tested taking the thumb drive out to see what yeah. file format the files are in, but I'm anxious to see... If they actually do encryption on that or not. Yeah, that'd be interesting because you could record your shows, stick it in your laptop when you're going somewhere. Right, and watch them that way. Yeah, or like you said, there's another way to do it though, right? Through internet access? Yeah, yeah, if you have internet access. I was saying if you're at a hotel, for instance, and you yeah. want to watch your local whatever. Yeah, watch your local news at night. Or watch something you recorded, you can access as long as you have high-speed internet. Yes. Or you could pop that drive out possibly. And take it with you. Yeah, if it's not encrypted, yes. Yeah, okay. Interesting stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. and it's a I, game changer. So on the recordings, the DVR recordings, of course, now there's a, a fee on, on some of this stuff, but it also has automatic commercial skip. Really? Yes. Man, I'm sold. <laughs> I'll just keep this one, and you can uh, you know work out your own. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to talk to Cena about that one. Oh, gosh. <laughs> not Cena. <laughs> Cena's a hard dealer. She doesn't mess around. That's why that's why that's she why takes care of the business side of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Smart move, Joe. <laughs> huh. And so and with the setup you can have up to six people watching simultaneously. So you can have watching two people watching live and four people watching recordings all at the same time. Nice. Man, that's amazing. That you know, it's such a great time to be alive. The technology is just crazy good right now. Hmm. I wonder how long has this been out? 
Uh, Roughly. I mean, how long have you had it? I've had it for about a year now. Okay. So it's been out a while. Worked out all the bugs and stuff? For the most part, uh, it's one of those, it's gotten better with age. It's yeah. kind of like a fine wine. It's gotten better with age. Because whenever I first got it, it did not have the commercial skip. That was one of the features that came out uh, later on. Now, does it update itself or do you have to get a new box? No, it updated itself. Ooh, so nice. the commercial skip capability, it just came in an update. Just said, there you go. Yeah. Man, it's amazing. So we're going to play, I guess, how much you pay. So how much would you pay for this? Oh, geez. Uh, I don't know. Two, three hundred bucks? One forty nine ninety nine retail. Really? Yes. Is this something you sell at A&M? Uh, we might be able to get it. Work out I, I haven't worked. I haven't contacted Tableau yet, but uh, okay. Tableau, if you're listening, we would love to review other products. They have bigger DVRs. Right, right. So if you want to send us this way, we'd be more than happy to review another one. Or if you want us to be a reseller, we would love to there discuss that option as well. Yeah, because I mean, I, I can see this would be very popular here in the next coming months when, I don't know, people are always just, satellite TV is rough. Yes. Uh, you know, they give you specials, try to keep you hooked in, but they run out. And then TV just costs so much, and we don't we're, we're not home enough to watch it. That's my problem. That's why I'm getting away from it and going to something like this because I only want it when I want it. Right. Well, um, and and you know, with the satellite and stuff like that, they lock you in for so long. Yeah. Where if you do streaming services, yep. You know, you can turn it literally turn it on and off as you please, or even if you go this route, once you buy the equipment, you own it. Oh yeah. And Unle- I, and unless you pay for the premium features. Uh, with with the tablet, some premium features is the commercial skip. Yeah, and if you do the free, which is what I do, you can't schedule your recordings out. You you can only schedule them for that day of. Okay, which is kind of a pain in the butt. Mind, but I can yeah. understand. I can understand the reasoning, but it's kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah, but it's not bad as far as pricing. I think it's like seven dollars a month. Right, right. Where you can actually get it to extend out to fourteen days. Yeah. So you you can Does it you let know. you do series recording. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, that's yeah. no problem. Yeah, so, but, well, but for it to catch all the episodes, you had to do the paid subscription. Right, if not, right. you had to manually each time go in yeah. there. Well, for 7 bucks a month, I mean, that's, I don't know, my satellite TV bills. It's, I don't know, it's in with my cell phone bill, but anyway. Right. I mean, I just, I haven't watched TV in the last five days. Right. So I'm paying for services that I don't even use. Right. And I'm paying a high price for it, I think. Right. Oh, yeah. I say I think because my bill's like, I don't know, 60 80 bucks, something like that. So plus, plus you get the commercial skip capability. Well, what really bothers me is they keep taking away channels. Yes. Like, I'm a big Food Network guy. Yes. I watch the cooking shows. One of them disappeared last week or two weeks ago. I don't even know why. Just disappeared. Like, it's no longer available to me. Yeah. Well, oh, they've, they've out, switched man. their packages around. They're losing money, and so they're, <laughs> they want you to up to the next passage. So All they're doing is losing a customer. Especially because I know a good IT guy. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one I got to look up? Pluto TV? You have not looked up Pluto no, TV. I, I haven't shocked. watched TV for five days. Man. I know, but still, I'm shocked that you didn't even at least look at it. Nah, soccer season started. We're This is crazy. This is my schedule. So soccer Monday through Thursday, every a game every night with one of my Yahoos, and then Saturdays. So Friday and Sunday are my two days that I don't have soccer games in the evening. And this is even dealing with COVID. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know. Yeah, so, so that throws another wrench into everything. Yeah, so that's why I say I haven't watched TV for at least five days, maybe longer. Yeah. I don't miss it. I don't even know what I'm missing, so it's okay. Right. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss. If I don't know about it, I'm happy. There you go. But, yeah, no no time to sit at home bored watching TV. But, uh, <laughs> but I am interested in this because I could have it there when I wanted it and watch it on the road. If I felt like it. Which, right. I mean, we're not going anywhere, staying in hotels or nothing, but at some point we probably will. Right. Huh. Interesting stuff. Okay, so 150 bucks. Yes. And you get all that. Right. Plus, it's if crazy. you pay the extra $7, you get the uh, pre, pre-scheduled recordings and commercial yeah, skip. Some of the bells and whistles. Yes. So, let me, so here's my next question. I assume you have to have a smart TV or one of the devices that let this hook to your TV. Yes. Okay. Talk a little bit about that, just for the knuckleheads like me that don't know. Okay, so to get this to work on your TV, because normally you would plug in the coax cable to your TV, and then right. you'd you know, do an antenna search on your TV. Well, this takes all that work out. So if you have a smart TV, you just need to look for the Tableau app, and that's Tableau, T-A-B-L-O. Right. And if your smart TV does not have that app, or you don't have a smart TV, just pick up a Roku device. I mean, those are... Thirty, forty dollars, yeah. the cheapest one, and there you go. You're ready to go, or you can watch it on your mobile devices. <coughs> Without that, 
Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you just download the app. But I'm assuming if you're at this point, you want to go to your TV. So right. Yeah. For thirty, forty bucks, that's an easy deal. Yeah, I just picked it up for the convenience of, and right. plus the convenience of extending it up to the office. Plus now being able to watch it on my mobile devices. That's even. Well, go back to that. So okay. now you can put a TV anywhere. Because you're not yes. restricted by cables or wires. Exactly. That's why I did it. You could watch TV outside. Yes. As long as your network went there, right? Yeah. As long as you had Wi-Fi signal, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so you can watch the news while you're mowing the yard. Oh, gosh. I don't recommend that. I was going to say, I struggle driving a mower anyway. <laughs> and I got some pretty steep hills. Yeah. So, uh, But, yeah, I mean, that that is interesting. You could... Because that's... I know when we had DirecTV come in, they're like, where else would you want a TV? I'm like, I don't know. We don't really... TV's not a priority, but we went ahead and had one put in our uh, one exercise room anyway so that if somebody's running on a treadmill, they could watch TV. Right. And it was a fiasco. The guy had to go up in the attic, read, run a cable across the attic, drill more holes. I mean, this is a whole right. hullabaloo. This saves all that. You could have TV wherever you want without a wires. Yeah. And if you wanted to have... Hmm. So now, since you know you probably more than likely can't go to any college football games or anything like that, Put the TV out in the driveway and have your own tailgate party. Have a couple friends go. over, socially distance, yeah, and, yeah. and enjoy the game that way. Game changer. Okay. Well, let's do uh, pros and cons then. What's the pros, Joe? Okay, so the pros, the dual tuner capability, so you can actually watch or record at the same time. Yeah. So you're not tying one of those up, and they actually make a bigger model that actually lets you do up to four at once. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it's the streaming up to multiple devices at once, which I really like, so... Even though you know your two main tuners are full, you still have four of the people that can watch recordings at that time as right. well. So, so that's nice. That is nice. The ease of use to set up. I mean, it's it's pretty much straightforward. Plug it in, and download the app, and the app holds your hand and walks you through the setup process. Yeah, I'm baffled by how you get your TV to talk to it. You what you'll do is you hook it up to your that's network. That's the Roku or something well, like that, right? Well, what you'll do is you'll hook the tablet up to your network download the tableau app on either your tablet or your phone right and it'll walk you through that initial setup then once that's done then you can download the roku channel app and it'll just automatically detect it on the network nice okay so fairly easy that's yes good and the the storage size where you get to choose how much storage right. you get that was a big one for Put me your own in there yeah that is nice all right talk some cons then what are the downsides Okay, the cons. Uh, one of the issues that I ran into that about 90% of the consumers that will use it won't run into is networking issues. Uh, the way I have my network set up, I have I have what I call my guest network. Right. That if anybody comes out, they can connect to this one, one network. Then I have my uh, uh, IoT de- devices, my Internet of Things devices, my, you know, Echo Dot, Alexa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alexa, Lunatic Fringe, volume high. You're welcome. Uh, Tableau, my Roku's, anything, any of that type of stuff where if one of them gets compromised, I don't want it eat it, eating up my entire network. Right. They're quarantined there. And then I have, you know, my other network for my business and stuff like that. So going from our business network to our IoT network, right. I was having some issues trying to, and I was having some issues on our on our IoT network trying to find the Tableau. Yeah. And could not find it. Could not find it. So I went to the Tableau message board and said, hey, I'm having this issue. It's coming in and out. And I'm getting this error. What's the deal? And somebody said, check your IP addressing on your network. And I said, well, what's that got to do with anything? I can see it on the network. And they said, Tableau has pre-configured in there software that if you don't have if your network set up outside of this certain and I don't remember right off the top of my head certain IP address range right. which 99% of the routers are already set up like that out of the box you don't have to worry about it yeah if your network set up outside that range it will not work ah so if it doesn't fit the basic protocol what the average user would use yeah ie not a technology guy right then you might have to go in and so I thought, well that's <laughs> that's dumb <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I set my network the way I set it up. This should not matter. Right, right. And but they said nope. And as soon as I made that change, boom, it started working, and it's been flawless ever since. Okay. So for a high end technology person, be aware of that. Yes. 
if you're like me, then it should just take off and work. Right. <laughs> Pretty good chance it will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next cons, the one-day-only option with free guide. Tableau, I understand why you're doing this. I understand the, the thought process. Yeah. I can't knock you on that. Uh, one suggestion I would like to see is maybe if they could push it out to like two days. So then yeah. I can at least look at tomorrow's schedule today to pre-record instead of... You yeah, know, just one day stinks because it's daily. Yeah, because, I mean, I know my day's hectic, but I don't have three kids like you, Dave, so I know <laughs> trying to think of one time to do it and two, thinking of, okay, what show was I wanting to watch that I wanted to remember to record? That's... It, and that, this this is the kicker for me, Joe. I don't care that much about it, so I would probably be okay with that. Because, again, ignorance is bliss, and what I miss and I don't know about, even better. Until you hit that one show that you're just... <laughs> I know. You hit <laughs> the one show that you just have to watch. Right. And you're like, oh, crap. It, it, I need more than one day. Come on. Yeah, because those are very few and far between, but you yeah, know yeah, there's that take one show. Take my $7. Yeah. I got to have it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Well, and that's true, because like I say, we watch some racing stuff. Uh, so yeah, that would I would pay the seven dollars to be able to pre-record all those, right? And no, I'm not going to miss them, right? Because life's busy with three kids. You're oh. you know you're getting there. You wait, yeah, yeah. Life gets busy, and you're like, shoot, I really want to watch my show, but you know, and I don't need it until next week. Ugh. Yeah, so yeah, well, yeah, we're we're you know nonstop with one. I couldn't imagine, yeah, yeah. three. You're welcome. Those yeah. families that have like three, four, five, whew, yeah, that's a lot of running around. Yeah, hats a lot of stuff off to do, yeah. yeah. Goodness gracious. Kids are wonderful. <laughs> so so last con, the Windows app. I have it's a little too but it's a little buggy for me. Yeah. And I, I can understand why. Because most of their users are going to be uh phone and tablet users, which the app is flawless on there. I mean, I fire it up and it just works. On my desktop at the office, it it sometimes it's a chore to have it find the Tableau and actually connect to it. That's what I was going to say. What do you mean by buggy issues? For a non-tech person, what's that mean? The buggy issues I run into is I'll open up Tableau and it'll say connect. So I hit right. connect. Unable to find Tableau. Ah. Connect again. So I, and I had to hit it four or five times. Well, I have my Samsung tablet sitting right there beside me and it's sitting there just right. playing all day long. Yeah, no yeah. issues. It's, it's just... It's, so just little stuff like that. Running yeah, little, little minor annoyances gotcha, on my gotcha. part. Hmm. How often does that happen? It's gotten better, yeah. but it's just, you know, if, if I tried every day in a week and maybe one day a week where I'm having right. to spend a half hour, 45 minutes, just connect, <coughs> connect, connect. That's Tableau telling you you don't want to watch TV that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, right. Joe, your TV allotment is up. Exactly. <laughs> Get some work done and maybe we'll yeah, talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you just found out. That scene is blocking it. Oh, that's probably. like, Joe, you're not watching TV on your tablet. You're doing work. Yeah, she's figured out a way to re- yeah, promote yeah. into it and reboot it just yeah. to mess with me. She's like, yep, <laughs> Joe's trying to watch TV again. Here we go. Watch this. Blink, blink. Fixed. <laughs> okay, yeah, he, so he did get those two quotes ready. Oh, look, it's all yeah. magically working uh, now. Yeah, yeah, your half hour, you get your work done half hour, now you can, now you can watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Cena's probably like, Dad, going, I just got rooted out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're on to me. They're on to me. <laughs> I got to come up with a different scheme. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. All right. Is that the last con? That's the last con. Well, that's not too bad a list. And now I'm curious. So I, I really, sometimes we do thumbs up, thumbs down. But at this point, I want to hear the star review just because you came off a five star. You went to a four star. No, three star. Or three star. Yep, yeah. You're right. So I, and this one has got both three pros and three cons, roughly, maybe four of each. But uh, it's kind of in the middle of the road for me. So I'm curious to see where your stars are going to fall. So lay out the five, or the star ranking system i'm giving it a solid four stars really yes okay if if even though the cons were the same amount of cons which i mean you know quality over quantity at this point is what i'm gonna say right um four stars okay yeah yeah some background on that well the 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 cons it's another one of those the cons weren't major cons for me to just tank it gotcha there were little minor annoyances where in most situations, you may not have this issue, yeah. but in situations like mine, it's little just minor buggy annoyances that just drive me up the wall. Well, you're an IT guy, so those little things, that's what you go around fixing anyway. Yeah. I yeah, feel so like, it's one of those, at least for us. Yeah, so it's one of those, I know it's working, I, you know, it's just yeah, yeah. one of those, I know it's working, why isn't it working? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like the average person like me, be just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Keep on going. So it, it's one of those, it's the little minor annoyances 
that it just drives me up the wall. And your four star reviews are pretty heavy, though. I mean, you know, I've you've given one five, I think, since I've known you over the last ten years, right? Of you doing this, and uh, so four is pretty heavy. That's a, that's a good review, then. Yes, but with with the but with the other capabilities, what what sold me on it was I'm not locked into a certain size DVR, right? Plus the, the pros outweigh the cons yes, by a lot. Yeah, the 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 DVR capability, the tuner cap, the number of tuners built in, and the ability where I didn't have to string cable everywhere because yeah, that's yeah. what I did before. Yeah, you're right. That's huge. Because before, uh, we had a TV in the living room, TV in the bedroom. Yeah, and I had to string a cable into the living room from the antenna, and then I had to put a splitter on that, and, again, and then yeah. I had to split it off of that, and then I was going to have then because. I already have to have an amplifier and a LTE filter and all oh, this yeah. to get the antenna to work to begin with. But where I just run the cable into that and I'm done, life is good. You know what I just realized? I'm going to change cameras here just so people can see this. So I have it, if you can see my hand in the back, right here on the shelf and I'm looking at it. I just realized you, you were going to loan this to me, but you didn't give me the power cable. That was by design. I know. So, <laughs> so this whole, hey, you can go try this out. Yeah. I was just making that up in my head. You yeah. didn't actually say that, but I was going to try to figure out how to get this from you for like a week, just try it out. Right. But you didn't bring the power cable. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not going to be able to borrow it. Yeah, see, that's by design. Man, <laughs> my grand scheme did not work at all. No power cord. Daggone technology, guys. You guys know everything. <sighs> all right, anyway. So I guess you can take it home with you, Joe, and I'll just pretend like I had it. And How about this, Dave? I'll go get you the power cord, and I'll be right back. I'm pretty sure that'll come with a utility bill, though. You probably. Some sort of bill. Yeah. yeah, rental fee or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how that works. I've been down that road before. No <laughs> problems. You'll get it back, but yeah. it's going to require a check or some cash on your end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, still, that's pretty cool. That's, um, again, amazing technology. And you've really upped the ante here the last couple months with the show because with the, uh, I want to say Waze, but Wise. Not, Wise. The Wise products are home runs. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I'm terrible. I just, I don't upgrade my life, so I don't have any of them. But at some point, I'm sure I will. Right. Uh, just because it's so awesome for the price point and what you reviewed and the pros on those. And now you're bringing this in. So I just, I feel like the average, if the average person isn't paying attention to this show, they really should. Because this would so, so solve so many problems. Yeah. And uh, make life a lot easier. Well, and, and the funny thing of it is, so many people are going back to the TV antennas. Because, you know... Yeah. Growing up, everybody's tired of cable and satellite. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Everybody had TV antennas, and then when cable and, and satellite yeah, hit yeah. big, everybody did away with their antennas. Now everybody's going back to the antennas. So yeah, and the antenna is making a comeback. And here we are in 2020, the age of everything that the what's old is new again. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got a record player. I got albums. Yeah, I'm not afraid. Retro yeah. man. <laughs> Woo. I think. Did you say you had one too? No, I don't. I talked to somebody else. Then somebody else had one. Mom yeah. and Dad still have theirs. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Katie, my daughter Katie got us back into albums, so we got like, I don't know, 100 albums now. Yeah, I was talking to Mom the other day, and she said, because I told her that albums are making a comeback, and I said, and the price of this stuff is just crazy. Oh, I said, you know, my goodness, two yeah. years ago, you know, you could buy a truckload at a yard sale for five bucks. Now you, it's you like... You still can. You still can catch some yard sales here and there, but if you go online and buy them... Yeah, you're basically I mean, paying retail. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Walmart carries them. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I told mom that, and she said, well, you know, your dad still has some in the basement. I was like, no, you don't understand. Don't sell them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Unless you're them. just wanting rid of them. But, yeah, keep them. But they are making a comeback, surprisingly. Well, that's, and Zach uh, used to, you know, part of the local radio station back in his high school days. He worked for him and so forth. He was telling me they used to dump dumpsters of records just because the record companies sent them out to all the radio stations across country. Right. They'd play them for a week or two and then throw them away. Can you imagine? Wow. Like, he used to have Casey Kasem's top 100s for the weekend. Oh, man. And stuff like that. And I was just like, what? That'd be so awesome right now. Because I like 80s music. You know? Yeah. But can you, know? you imagine, you know, what that that would pitch top dollar oh, on eBay? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Just because, like, what we were doing, I like soundtracks. Just because you get a variety of music. Right. On one record. Uh, or one album, I guess. And, uh, you know, other than... But it is kind of cool to get a band and listen to all their songs versus just one song that you would might like like you do on Spotify or whatever. Right. Uh, so that's pretty neat too because I've really started to like some songs that I would have never ever listened to otherwise. Right. But the soundtracks are neat because they got a variety. Right. Uh, kind of like listening to the radio. But. Yeah, there, there's a blast from the past. Casey Kasem. I wonder yeah. how many people under the age of 30 got that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, you know, pretty cool stuff. But uh, anyway, if you're into that kind of thing, man, roll, go get your record player, buy some albums. 
and then hook it up. It sounds the, so much different. Yes, the sound is much different. And I talked to a guy. Another little interesting tidbit since we're hijacking and going so far off the page now. We might as well <laughs> throw this tidbit in there. So I talked to a guy about albums because I was like, what is the big deal? And he said that when they do uh, cassettes and CDs, that they take out chunks of music. Yes, they have to compress it. They compress it, and he says you lose three seconds here, two seconds there, and he says over a song of three minutes long, you probably lose 10 or 12 seconds of that song, where albums have everything. Right. And he said, so the quality, I mean, depending on how you look at it, he's like, it may not be something important. It might be something important. You just don't know because where it gets compressed. But he said, that's why a lot of people still like to listen to the records because they get that extra 12 to 13 seconds back in the song. Right. And, or uh, it, they when they compress the audio, some of the, the just little nuances yeah. inside. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you hear, the, you know, on the album, you might hear that little triangle ding in the background yeah. where the CD, you, you didn't it's even gone. know there was a yeah. triangle there. Yep. So, I mean, it's just the little nuances like that that change everything. So, it's kind of crazy. So, if you're a music person, hey... Buy you a record player, you can get them fairly cheap. Yeah. And then start buying albums. You can get them on Facebook. Like, I'm a couple of Facebook page things that they auction them off, and people just throw up pictures and say for sale. So yeah. Pretty neat stuff. I like it. My daughter likes it, so something we share. Pretty cool. Yeah. It, 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 it's, I remember as kids, of course, now, you know, when I was growing up, that's right when records were starting to phase out. And, yeah, yeah. And the only thing you saw on TV was the rappers that took the records and tried to yeah, you know, scratch the turntables. Yeah, yeah. And I go remember, ahead, do, do the noise, Joe. You did the hand gesture. Like, there you yeah. go, that a boy. I remember mom threatened to beat us within an inch of our life if we tried that. Oh yeah, to scratch up the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't scratch up the record. Yeah. And like, it, but they do it on TV. Yeah, yeah that's try what you that. Do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming your way with a belt. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to scratch your record? I'll scratch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I remember we had one. Mom and dad inherited somewhere along the line. And the needle was just all jacked up yeah. from the previous owner. And I remember telling mom, I was like, I want to listen to a record. Yeah. And she's like, no, we're not using that one. I said, why? She said, the re- the, the needle's bad on it. And I just it never understood the concept of the needle. Until, but yeah. now that I'm older, I understand that that's You know what? Whole... I So this blows my mind. And I just can't get past it. And I can't figure it out. How in the world do they get all the sounds of a band and music and everything to play on a record that has a little valley that goes back left and right? Yeah. And through a needle and somehow transcribes all that sound with a needle that works off like an electromagnetic de- deal? Yeah, because it just runs along the, the, the ridge and then it's got the little dips and peaks and. Yeah, and then little left and right. So yeah. out of four movements by a needle and some sort of electromagnetic magnetic deal. They pull out guitar singing that has so many, like you said, nuances. Yeah. How in the world did they figure that out? Yeah, I, I, I can't comprehend it. Yeah, that's one of those. It, it, it's just magic. <laughs> it is. It's kind of crazy. And I've looked it up a couple times. Like, how does a record work? You know, how does that work? And I just, I can't fathom how they get all that sound, all the different sounds, to come out of a needle that goes four different directions. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, my mind is blown. So somebody comment on Facebook. Tell me how this works. Cause I just, I, anyway. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? How does somebody get a hold of you? I mean, you've thrown out a lot of cool stuff here today uh, with your news updates and really a really, really cool product review. Right. Um, so if someone wants more information, wants to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at amdigitaltech for all that. Or subscribe to the podcast, a Help Desk with Joe and Dave. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on that. And be sure to listen to the Patch Turned Up radio station. The app is free on iOS and Android for podcast news, music, and all that good stuff. And wow. that, that's pretty much it. You know, that's a whole list of stuff that you've got memorized. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, Joe. Uh, so, all right, good stuff. So, again, get a hold of Joe Cena. They're here at A&M Digital Technologies, one of our local businesses, doing great stuff out in the community. Uh, you've got all our three sites up and running for the school kids and parents now that school started for them to go to the Newton Community Center, the AMA Senior Center, and here at the Committee on Aging to do their homework online. Yeah, I did my rounds Friday and, and yeah. brought everybody up online and... We're going to post that on our Facebook page. Remind me, i got to take a picture. Okay. People like pictures. And you're pretty. You're a handsome devil. So, yeah, yeah that helps. Yeah, seen always said i got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Well, that is our broadcast for today. This has been Help Desk with Joe. This is show 31, episode 55 of our podcast series. So thank you for turning in. And we are uh, going to continue to do shows. I really like it, Joe. We got back in this groove, and we're 31 shows in. We're, we're so, full steam ahead. So stay tuned in. You've been listening to our Patch Turned Up radio station for news, sports, and other stuff that we roll out here at Patch. Make sure you tune in and stay tuned in with us and uh, connect with us and uh, do all the podcasts out on the line stuff. That's a throwback for you. I don't know how many people get that. I said that a couple of times. It's from the movie uh, the Interns or Internship or something like that where they do the Google internship. Okay, okay. And saying, yeah, and it just goes out on the line. He's like, <laughs> online. It goes out on the line. Online. And he's just saying it wrong. So I throw that out there every once in a while. And older people don't even notice, but younger people are like, what is he saying? Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I've just messed up the whole outro, but... uh that's what happens when a student's not here to run things. Yeah. You know? All right. Anyway, so thanks again for listening to our, our uh, Patch Turned Up deal with our Help Desk with Joe podcast. And we'll be back next week with some more great stuff from Joe. Okay. So we've ended our podcast. We're going over to our Facebook Live broadcast. Thanks for tuning in with us. We appreciate everyone uh, checking out our Facebook stuff. We really appreciate Joe and seeing with AM Digital Technologies. And uh, we're going to conclude our Facebook broadcast. You've been watching Help Desk with Joe. This is show 31. And we'll be back next week with more shows. Make sure you tune in and join us. Everyone have a great day.